This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Don't know what to do this week? How about an exhibition on minimalism and a psychological horror film, The House That Jack Built? Welcome to Life Picks, a weekly podcast by The Straits Times where we highlight the best films, concerts, restaurants and arts events. I'm Melissa Sim and I cover the arts and with me today is John Louis who covers film. Hello, John. Hello. And we have Olivia Ho who covers books and the arts. Hello. Hi, Olivia. Okay, John, let's start with you. You have a film for us this week. Yes, and it's a film that will, as they say, polarise people strongly. I think Olivia has expressed her opinion on that. It involves a scene of animal mutilation. But to be fair, a bunch of humans get mutilated as well because it is a Lars von Trier film. Psychologically and and physically mutilated. And not just in a slash-lash quick death it happens slowly and surgically. Oh, gosh. In a prolonged scene of pain and suffering. Wait, so what say. is the film even about? Okay, it's called The House That Jack Built. It stars Matt Dillon. It's one of those films that looks at the world through the eyes of the bad guy. In this case, Jack, an architect who is also a serial killer. Oh. Uh, it looks at him as a kid uh, and the way he tortures animals, which is where the duck scene happened. <laughs> so we yes. pulled up a photo of the duck scene and Olivia refuses to look at it because they cannot condone the mutilation of animals from exactly. film or yes. anywhere, you know. Yes. Uh, so this duck scene is basically well, uh, the the photo I'm looking at is basically this child holding a pair of garden shears and looks like he's going to cut off the webbed foot of the duck, the duckling. Spoiler alert! Yeah, he <laughs> he does it. So yes, so a bunch of People and things get hurt along the way mm-hmm. to to the final part of the movie, which then, okay, there's, there it just gets really weird. But in between, there is a lot of pain and suffering. And, and what it's do you like about this pain and suffering? Well, Lars von Trier is a confrontational filmmaker. Right. He makes confrontational art. He, he j- just smashes your face into things you'd rather not think about and look at. So I, I'm not sure what he's pointing at. I'm still processing it. I'm still in the state of shock. But <laughs> you will... As, as the film distributor for this in Singapore, Vincent Quack, he said this before the start of the screening as a kind of health and safety warning. If you feel you need to pass out or walk out, please do. Because at screenings in Cannes, people walked out. Oh, yeah. okay. And... Um, that dark scene is, I think, one of those things that made people walk out. So you're recommending it to people who would like to explore the world of Las Ventria? Yes, it is. Uh, it's other films like Melancholia mm-hmm. and, and uh, things that explore depression, darkest I mean, They can be slow-going, right? This moves a lot faster. It's a mm. lot more violent. So if you want action, this one definitely has it. Uh, yeah. Okay, great. So let's go for some psychological horror and action in Lars von Trier's um, The House That Jack Built. And that is out this week. Yes, 16th November is screening at GV Cinemas. So go to the GV website to, to get your tickets. Excellent. Okay, and maybe something less gory, Olivia? Um, 
also considered polarizing, but not as polarizing as animal mutilation on screen, is minimalism. Okay. So the National Gallery, National Gallery Singapore, every year they do a, a big movement exhibition, mm-hmm. and uh, last year they did impressionism, mm-hmm. and now they've skipped forward like uh, across the century to minimalism, mm-hmm. which is this movement that uh, took off in the 1960s in New York. Um, so ironically, it's quite hard to explain for something that's supposedly so simple, but mm-hmm. basically it reduces it's highly reduced forms you know um so we're thinking like paintings of just white uh, rooms that are one color Mm -hmm. uh, mirrored cubes and then you look at them and you're like is this art and that's the question so um the national gallery singapore is teaming up with art science museum to ask this question it's a huge um it's a really big exhibition it covers uh 80 artists around um 150 artworks Mm. Can you give us uh, some of the names of the artists, please? So we've got some big names coming in. We've got like uh, like Donald Judd and uh, Robert Morris, yeah. you know, from the beginning of the movement, and also uh, contemporary artists like Ai Weiwei. His Sunflower Seeds is mm-hmm. uh, usually a major draw, and uh, Anish Kapoor as well. He's got uh, he's, he's got um, Void. If we know um, Anish Kapoor is known for his. Uh, is his very uh, fib- I think we call them fiberglass. I'm not sure exactly what they're made of, but they're they're like mirrors, but they challenge the w- your perception. Mm-hmm. And they're big like circles or uh, mirrored surfaces, and you just look at them, and they're very hypnotic. Yeah. Uh, and of course, uh, the exhibition does want to focus as well on uh, female artists who may not have um, you know had as much uh, cachet as their male compatriots. Uh, so people like Anne Pruitt, Charlotte Posnensky, and of course. Uh, Kim Lim, the Singaporean sculptor, um, so they're all part of um, part of this exhibition. So it also has some. Um, they're talking about the implication of minimalism on local or Southeast Asian art, right? Yes. So one of the, so the, one of the uh, goals of the national of the National Gallery is to uh, take these movements, which are usually known, for, you know, usually seen through a very European or American perspective, and to show how they connect with the rest of the world. So mm-hmm. um, in this case, the artists come not just from America, but also from uh, from Asia. You've got Japan, the Monoha movement, uh, and then of course you've got Singapore artists. Like Tang Da Wu, yeah. yes, land art, you know, um, post minimalism. So mm. you, so uh, it's a very international perspective in the way that f- foregrounds the the region and Asian artists as well as you know what we perceive to be the canon of art. With Ai Weiwei and the sunflower seeds, that's I'm looking forward to that. Is that yes, going to be accessible to the public. Do we? Uh, so I've seen this before in the Tate. I yes, think. I've I've seen and, photos of it in the Tate. But and yeah. uh, so I'm not sure if we do get to touch the sunflower seeds. They're very big. Uh, the very big. I think they're ceramic or porcelain. I'm not sure, mm. but um, very big sunflower seeds just scattered across the ground. Right. And uh, of course, they're very representative of yeah. um, of Ai politics. I've actually seen photos. To be honest, mm. I've seen photos, but I don't know if we're supposed to interact with the sunflower seeds. Yeah, so when I saw them in uh, in London at the Tate Modern, uh, I think you could interact with them, mm. but not not in a like touching them all the time because I think that would be bad for them. But um, but they're very big seeds, so like one of them you could probably hold it like a baby, uh, and they're just scattered on the ground, and uh, yeah, so. 
and of course the the National Gallery Art Science Museum have a this reputation for being quite Instagrammable. They put mm. out you know um, installations that are very people can you know sort of take photos with, like Yayoi Kusama, who I think is part of this exhibition as well. Mm. And uh, so this uh, promises to maybe draw in some of that crowd who are not so much in it for the you know the art, but mm. who this might be a nice gateway for them to be introduced to movements. Great. So learn more about minimalism and when does it start? Uh, it starts on November the 16th, that's mm-hmm. this Friday, and it runs until next April. So you've got plenty of time. Do know that it is at two venues, uh, the National Gallery in the Civic District and uh, the Art Science Museum at mm-hmm. Marina Bay Sands. Go to the website to check so it out. So lots and lots of options. Min- minimalism plus plus. Uh, those were our picks for the week. Thank you to John and Olivia. Till the next episode of Live Picks, go to The Straits Times for our gigs picks, food picks, arts picks and film picks. That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straitstimes.com and bt.sg.